Welcome back, everybody. It's episode 15 of the Nightcap, making our triumphant return back to the podcasting ways after a little winter break here. Brought to you by Scarlet and Gray Sports Radio, as always. I'm Jack Murphy. Alongside me, Sam Cerrone. Sammy boy, how's it, how's it going, man? We're back. We got a uh, winter break for a few weeks. We're back on campus, entering our our last dance, our senior semester. You know, I got really lucky because if we did an episode that week, that week was the Patriots Raiders. You know that the yeah the Chandler Jones. I don't even. It doesn't. You know, lateral six. Yeah, you know all like those like the the Miami Miracle has a nickname like that. That one never got a nickname, which is kind of nice. We'll probably get one in a few, and due in time. Yeah, but um, there's been a lot of football, a lot of sports going on. The Buckeyes have been active everywhere, both on the court with some basketball, women's basketball, by the way, killing it. Men's basketball, still still good. Tough tough non-win against Purdue, yeah. and then, but they'll figure it out. Young team, football team season sadly ended, and we got that conclusion just two nights ago when Georgia destroyed TCU in what. Didn't even feel like any type of championship, more or less a semifinal. So, dude, as as you've decompressed the loss to Georgia and then watching Georgia beat the breaks off TCU, we basically played in the national championship on in the sem- uh, on New Year's on the semifinal. How do you feel now with the college football season over? I mean, this was the first—I know a lot of people have talked about this. This was the first year that we had two very competitive semifinals games, which is very entertaining to watch. Also, a problem the NCAA needs to address having the games on New Year's Eve. That Ohio State game ended at midnight, just like taking over your whole day. But two phenomenal games. Well, I mean, if that kick goes in, dude, it would have been awesome. Yeah, it would have been awesome. But I feel like not for all to go like on the, the non school affiliated fans watching. That was the most. Like, have they ever gone that late, though? I feel nah, like the, I, I feel the 8 p.m. game is always the bad one. Yeah, it's true. No, I, I just, I don't know. Try I don't know. But. Not but to take you off your flow. You look at the first game, TCU-Michigan. Um, you know, obviously TCU pulls an upset. It feels like they exhausted all their resources in that game, and then they go into TC, or in the Georgia game and just they come out flat. They have, I feel like they had nothing left in the tank after that. Well, that the real debater Michigan. is, did TCU win that? Like, did TCU win that game or did Michigan lose that game? Which is like a very tough thing to say, but Michigan didn't make a ton of mistakes, I feel like. But they made two like back-breaking mistakes. They that fourth and goal to start the drive. They run Philly special, start yeah. the game, just basically threw away a touchdown there. And then they got screwed. I thought Roman Wilson that fifty-yard touchdown called back. Like, how is that not a touchdown? Yeah, and I mean, then the I next play, definitely see that being a touchdown. Obviously, like he sat on like the grass and the goal line, so it was kind of up in the air. I mean, I would if I was the ref. I, you, I would probably give it to the Michigan Wolverines, but they had four plays. They got stuffed. They weren't able to convert, get the touchdown. It's not like, obviously it was a mistake, but you got to you got to convert when the red zone. Um, JJ McCarthy, you know, had two, I think two pick sixes, um, so he wasn't perfect. Yeah, that's that's tough too. Can't it was, be, it was can't a cool, be doing yeah, that. It was a cool story with TCU, as much as I you know I hate um, the Wolverines, but they they played well. Both teams played really well, and it was just a kind of a track meet the whole game, and and TCU prevailed. Well, though, as you, like the the pick sixes just were back breaking for Michigan, and then they but they got back in the game. I just remembered because um, now I'm cheating. But it was to get to forty one thirty eight. TCU fumbles. Michigan takes advantage. Next play on third and seven, seventy six yard touchdown to Quentin Johnson. I just feel yeah. like they that was like the 
it was like a down and in, and he just took it to the house, right? Yeah, and like, and then it kind of stalls out. They let TCU kick. They they can't convert, and then all of a sudden they make a last push yeah. to get back in the game. It was just, but Michigan Michigan should have been up seven nothing to start. They go turnover on downs, and then um, after TCU punts, for, you know that there was the first of the pick sixes, and that just kind of flipped that first half. Michigan came out to play, made a couple mistakes, and then all of a sudden they had lost that first half. I mean, it, it's it's a cool thing to see. You know, the college playoff has been dominated by the SEC and you know Big Ten teams and some ACC teams, and obviously Oklahoma. But it's cool to see like a TCU sneak in there. And I play. dude, I gotta, I just dude, like everyone's like, oh, Max Duggan can't throw. It's like, okay, yeah, you can't throw at an NFL level, but you know, like he's still like a sixty-five percent completion percentage and co- like, can you not just be everyone? Going at Stetson Bennett, like yeah. you know, because he's all hype. It's like, dude, you're 27 years old. You're basically 30, whatever he is. Like all these NFL quarterbacks are older than you. Like, can can you not just be good in college anymore? Yeah, I mean, people always need to find the the excuses, or you know, they they don't want people to shine. That's I I like Stetson Bennett, but he's been getting some, you know, a lot of hate just because he's 25. Lamar Jackson's 25. He was playing against Duggan, who's probably a few years younger than him. But it's just a great story and. Yeah, I, like he's Jake Fromm. Yeah, I mean, just enjoy the, just enjoy you know good football. That's what's so special about college football. Stetson Bennett's gonna be a, you know an accountant or a, 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 he's gonna sell insurance. Yeah, he's gonna sell insurance in a few years. Like just enjoy the moment. Yeah, no, like because he's literally Jake Fromm, but like he's got he's got those canones, you yeah. know, like he's got he's got the ability to put a team on his back like Jake Fromm never did. He's got some mask and cape. You know, like, because just Jake Fromm uh, takes that team to a championship and then it's like they get Justin Fields right after. It's like, oh, you should have played Justin Fields. He transfers to Ohio State. Stetson Bennett gets his job from Justin Fields and he's got two national championships. Right. And not even, you can't guarantee that Justin Fields would have got those as much as I love Justin Fields. No, Stetson Bennett just like, I mean, he just breathes that Georgia program. The players bought in on him. And then, you know, Kirby Smart, it's, it feels like something, I mean, obviously back-to-back national champions, but it feels like something, you know, monumental is building in Athens. Like, they're going to overtake Bama. And they're going to be even better next year. Yeah, the premier program. At and it's funny defense. how Pollock was like, it feels like Georgia is the, you know, the premier team. Right, right in Nick, front of Nick Saban. Yeah. So it's going to be it's gonna be interesting next year. He was year. pretty, like, the look on his face, he was yeah, not he happy. Was, he was upset. But then again, they have the number one recruiting class, so... It's probably going to be another Alabama Georgia college football playoff championship if Alice, Ohio State can't get their act together in these games. Even though that's that's a little harsh because CJ Stroud, the man, we never doubted CJ Stroud, and he finally played the game of his yeah. life. I mean, I was very skeptical of CJ Stroud as an NFL prospect before that game against Georgia, and that kind of I, I flip, flipped on the head for me, honestly. Because it's also not him, like. Stetson Bennett made the one mistake in the game. There's one turnover, I think. Yeah, it was that his pick. They took yeah. it like, and then they're up 14, and Jim Knowles, Jim Knowles, like you get another year, man. But he's I don't want to hear anything about players like Lathan Ransom got burned on that 80 yard touchdown. Yeah, because they ran a cover zero blitz, and they left their safeties dry. Yeah, like I mean that's that was the issue with the mission game having the situational play calling in those two games was terrible. Was- you bring they at the beginning of the year Ohio State brought in Jim Knowles and he's like we're gonna be a top ten defense. Well, they then, were. I mean, they were, but these critical games they didn't. They're not showing up. I mean, you the defense 
kind of folding in the second half of Georgia. And then obviously really just that fourth quarter. Obviously you have Marvin Harrison getting knocked out. You have the fourth down timeout, which might be the greatest fourth, you know, timeout of all time. Yeah, also that. And I then mean, some 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 sketchy play calling on the final drive. Yeah, but they had been so like depleted on offense that it was just like Ryan Day didn't want to like turn turn the ball over. Yeah. I don't I, they got within field goal range. They should have won the game. The real like you just you can't the Jim Knowles play calls on yeah the situ- and especially at fourth quarter like that was the most football game like here literally comes down to a field goal you can forget all about it, but you blew a fourteen point lead I mean, just it was, what eighteen to three split in the fourth quarter yeah and it just you can't win I mean you can't fold like that at the end of the and also it would have been nice obviously Marvin Harrison getting hurt stinks people get hurt all the time we've we've it's been our come on we were down our top two receivers top two running backs. I mean, I top tight end, and you're still winning the game. But no, no, just that. How, that's the biggest thing. Marvin they didn't call that. Um, how'd they pull that targeting off? There was no real explanation for that targeting going away, and that like, there's no guarantee they score. But they had four plays from you know inside the eight or whatever it is. You know, goal to goal line situation. You got the touchdown there. Game yeah. over. I mean, that's that that plain and simple. Marvin Harrison getting knocked down changed the entire game. Yeah. I mean, you can it. blame the fourth down. You can blame the play calling at the end of the, the fourth quarter. But him getting knocked out changed the entire game. Our offense was just, you know, CJ Stroud was playing with third and, you know, even Kate Stover, Stover was out too. So he was playing with Joe Royer and, you know, backup running backs, backup receivers. No, I, it's, I don't know. Yeah, that you can chalk it up to, you can chalk it up to the defense, but, or the, um, the offense going cold like that, but I just, I just think that Jim Knowles just in those two games you saw it in the second half. He he didn't make the adjustments properly. He didn't read what happened in that first half of Michigan, and yeah. he allowed that to happen in the third quarter. And then the fourth quarter was his own thing of why they lost. But this game, dude, it's just you're up 14, and you're you're not accounting for it. You basically let them pass themselves back into the game. So I don't know. We'll see Ohio State. I think a, uh, a lot of people return. Seems like the only notable guys we're going to leave are white player at center and the two tackles, which yeah. Jones and Johnson were gone. Makes sense. Then we get Cade back, which is big. Hoping hoping Eichenberg returns as well. Ah, uh, I mean, I feel like he's got to go to the NFL. Yeah, his stock, I mean, it's probably the highest it will be. They can, repl- like, he's probably the most important player on that defense, but I think they can replace him with C.J. Hicks. You get in Steel Chambers back, and then, I mean, will our boys, will our boy Jack Sawyer turn it around? He's got the potential to be yeah. awesome, but... Also, I'm going to say this because it's like, I don't know how people are going to take this, but JT Tumaloa, best, probably best defensive performance ever in that Penn State game. And what, then what else did he do the rest of the season? I mean, that's the, he peaked in that game and went downhill. I've, like, I've never heard his. He doesn't need to be Chase Young with 20 sacks, but yeah. like, you know, come on. He's got to be a, a game wrecker a little bit. We need a double digit sack guy. That's how Michigan beat us with Hutchinson right. last year. So. I don't know. We'll see. But it was a good end to the college football season. That was a despite that, was a that national, national championship. championship. Ohio State mission was the the real national championship. Ohio State who? Um, Georgia. Oh, that semi. Yeah, the semifinal game was. I'll agree with you there. But I guess well, we're in our quick little back to life show coming back to air. We've been decided on a football playoff schedule for the NFL. 
Pretty interesting week, by the way. I mean, dude, Demar Hamlin, prayers up to him. Sounds like he's getting. I think he got released from the the Buffalo Hospital today. Yeah, talk about a scary situation, dude. That was and it's good to see the world respond. To yeah, him. just that football game could not have been played, even though the NFL really wanted it to be they played. Would they say own. five minutes warm up and then we'll get back? Dude, in the Joe field. Burrow is like so like obviously uncomfortable on the sidelines throwing a football. Yeah, and it's like you could have people who are like watching. It's like, what's this guy doing? Like. But it's like, no, he's literally told on the mic, like, you guys, this, this guy gets up, we're playing in 10 minutes, like, he's not getting up. Just, well, that's like the, the soccer player, Christian Eriksen, this similar thing happens to him. He goes to the hospital. I think they delay the game till he gets released, which I'm pretty sure was later that day. But with Damar Hamlin, he didn't get released till multiple days after the game. Gary, but very happy he's released. Yeah, the Bills, um, the Bills probably are locked for the Super Bowl. Yeah. Now, but we have a playoff schedule to talk about. The Bills have their free uh, game against Miami, who just got announced that they'll have no Tua. So we know he's going to win that Good. one. I, I, I mean, I would be very disappointed if Tua's on the football field, just for his health standpoint. That, yeah, that is a good point. Like at this point, just uh, he can't get another concussion. No. So yeah, Bills will win that game. Um, that's the Sunday slate right after New York Minnesota, which I think low key is the most fascinating game. Giants of this could Giants. You know, they played well. Um, I saw Galladay caught some touchdown passes, so they're paying him about a hundred thousand or hundred million dollars per uh, per touchdown. Trying like five million dollars yeah, touchdown. A- he's back. Uh, I I just don't um. I just don't know how they moved. Like, they're going to need a couple big yeah. plays down the field, and their receivers stink. But Minnesota likes to choke. They do. That's their thing. They, I mean, against Green Bay, that was a poor perform- performance. Jair locked up. You know, Justin Jefferson. Obviously, the Giants don't really have a cornerback the as notable as Jair Alexander, but I think the Giants can win this. They put on, was it Christmas Day? Christmas Eve. They gave them all they can get. When so, they played the Vikings? Oh, yeah, yeah, they did play the Vikings already. Yeah, that's true. It's hard to beat a team And twice. who knows? This is, um, if Danny Dimes seizes the moment here, Yeah. why not? Um, so that one's going to be a good game. Baltimore at Cincy. I think it's interesting that they made that that Sunday game. Because I think they expect Lamar to come back. It's I I feel like Lamar is not going to play. I I don't I don't see. He's it playing on some type of. Yeah. It's small, but he's got a ligament tear. I think the Bengals will will run away with that one pretty easily. Yeah, I uh, I wouldn't be sure because it's like a yeah, it's like with a, they got the Bengals pretty high up there on a spread from your betting. You know, they got him as like an eight or nine point favorite. I think he'll be within a touchdown. It's gonna be close, but. I really expect since he's experienced, just get them that win and set them up with the yeah. The Bills game at Buffalo next the weekend after, which will be insane. As we were going to get a really good game before Demar Hamlin's injury on Monday, that Monday game that was going to be a good game. I think the Bills or and I think the Bengals were going to win that game. I mean, it was too early. I think it was too early to tell. Like the Bengals were on a drive that they might have gone up fourteen to three, but I think it would have been close. But we're going to get that. We're going to get that rematch in Buffalo. That place is going to be so live, yeah. knowing the moment. And then Saturday before, Jets, though, Chargers, right? Seattle, San Francisco. Can Seattle beat San Francisco? I mean, I don't think so. I, I, I think the 49ers are going to be a lock out of the NFC. Um, the Eagles have kind of faltered a little bit. I know Jalen Hurts has been hurt, but they after the I think their bye week, their their point differential is, was not what it was before. So I, I, I think the, the 49ers are going to win this conference. Yeah, I feel like Seattle's kind of crumbled and got their way into the playoff because, you know, the seventh and – 
seventh seeds in both conferences couldn't be. Yeah. I mean, somehow the Patriots controlled their own destiny after all the weird losses. Very they top had heavy, and then when you get to like the wild cards, it's it's very weak. So I don't see how Seattle beats San Francisco, but I'm a big Seattle fan this weekend. As we could get into it deeper, but another time. But if San Francisco loses this weekend, Tom Brady's going to the Niners. <laughs> It might happen. I mean, I don't know that this is like his last run with Tampa. I mean, they could make some movement in the playoffs, obviously. The Niners and Kyle Shanahan, sorry, they're going to be in for such an ego check if they lose because they keep promoting all this stuff. Like, since he became the starter, he's got the most touchdowns, the most yards. They haven't lost. Brock Purdy, he's the guy. Kyle Shanahan could coach anybody when it's really he needs Jimmy G to win. Like, you just look at the win-loss numbers. And if they lose, Mr. Roan, you know that Tom, like, He's going to have to eat some crow and be like, all right, I need a real quarterback here. You don't think he's going to go to the, the Raiders, the Las Vegas Raiders? That's his backup. Like, if he's he, like, where else is he going to go? It's it's the Raiders and the Niners. Patriots. Back to back to New England. No, they, no. they that was a Bill, bad. Bill's an old man. And bad divorce. They don't want each other. They don't like and each other. He hates them more than they hate him. Yeah. Like, at this point. Well, it's really just Bill. I mean, anybody in the Patriots locker room would take him I back. I mean, honestly, I, I if I had my money, I would, I would say he retires. Nah, at this point with no wife, dude. Keep playing. Uh, Chargers at Jacksonville. That's a real game. Before we get on going back on the I'm going to go with the Jaguars. Ah, oh, really? Yeah. All right. Well, then I, I guess I've, this I've, is our first S, uh, uh, nightcap wager because I really do like the Chargers. I like Herbert to have a career game. I love the Chargers, but this year has been not great for them. I think Staley is not a great coach. I think I think he should like, – I don't know how he's – like they, they, they've lost so many games with such a loaded roster. I know they're going to get healthy. I yeah, know they're no. gonna get healthy, but it's it's tough. I have to like if the Chargers lose, they, do they, well, fire they played each other earlier. The Jaguars and Chargers, am I not mistaken? Oh yeah, yeah. When when a lot of the Chargers were out, and um, it was a little ugly. I'm pretty sure the Jaguars beat them pretty badly. Obviously, Keenan Allen's back and healthy. Um, I think Joey Bosa just got activated, so they're gonna be full. F- they're gonna be full force, but they might have Rashawn Slater, which is interesting. I, I I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with the Jaguars. All right. Well, I do really like the Chargers in that game, but I think that's gonna be our best. That's gonna be that the the ones the candidates I have for the best games are probably like the but the most the ones you'd think about the most to be the best games. But Chargers Jacksonville could be really good. Giants Minnesota. Yeah. There's a reason it's Vegas has like a five point thing, and then this Dallas Tampa game. Tom Brady's winning this game. I know I'm poisoned by Tom Brady, but like Dallas has been slowly kind of crumbling. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Tampa as well. Um, Dak has kind of just lost his luster. I, I, I think it was Lashawn McCoy was on one of the shows. I don't know which one it was, but he was calling Dak just abysmal. Which I mean, if you look at his numbers, they're not they're not great. Um, he leads the league in picks with like yeah. missing five games or whatever. You know, remember Cooper Rush started for a while, so. I'm gonna go with the Tampa Bay. They played great against the Panthers. Um, was it three touchdowns for Mike Evans? Brady had 400 yards, four touchdowns. Yeah, they came alive that week before to win it. So I don't know. We'll see. I, uh, I think they're gonna need some. If the center can play, the center. Brought, I don't know. I always forget. It's like Hainsey or something. But he hasn't played all season, and apparently he's he can come back this week. So if he does, that would be very big yeah. for them. But I don't know. We will see. Round. Good to welcome you and everyone back to the nightcap, yeah. back to the podcasting world. Back Happy to, to be back. Um, Scarlet and Grace Sports Radio making their 
all all around podcast return. Sadly, the Block O show is gone, but we're back. Um, Six one four check at Cannon's Digest with Zach Rodier is back. The Blue Jackets in the middle of a not so great season, but if you want to consume the Blue Jackets as they waiting for Connor Bedard. Oh, let's hope. Let's hope. I still got Johnny Hockey. He brings the energy. But yeah, Zachary Rodier was six one four check Canada's digest, and then the Ohio State of mind, Caleb and Tyler, Dan- uh, Caleb Spinner and Tyler Danberg, on that one for you. That highlighting all of your Ohio State athletic needs. But for Sammy, I'm Jack Murphy with the Nightcap. Thank you again for tuning in to episode fifteen.